0: A deep dive into why the sale of the Apple Watch was banned, and then it wasn't. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Coda, your all-in-one collaborative workspace. Get started with Coda for free now and get a $1,000 credit at coda.io slash macvoices. Well, guys, we have a number of other things to get Mm. to. Um, Oh. We'll, uh, we'll we'll try to touch on some of these, um, and and some of this is we've had some fast developing stories, and even even over the holidays, um, the last I think the, pretty sure that the last time we were together, um, the Apple Watch was not being sold; it had been taken off the shelves. Then they won an appeal, and it's back on, and so you know that's great. I'm I'm hopeful that. Every, everyone who wanted to get an Apple Watch for the holidays was able to get an Apple Watch for the holidays.
1: Um,
0: but I'm going to throw a couple things in the chat rooms here. The first one is that allegedly uh, Massimo has spent a million – wait. A hundred million. A hundred million. Excuse me. Yeah, only a million. What am I thinking about? A um, hundred million dollars You know, in this fight with Apple.
2: Yeah, I found that to be really interesting. They, uh, the, the CEO says, I don't care. I just I just want to justify that, that Apple shouldn't be doing this. And just because they're the largest company in the world, that they can just go ahead and uh, just say, oh, we don't care about you. And we just infringe on our patent. Um, so, you know, kudos to him for doing that. Uh, I just don't know how, how big his pockets are going to be because Apple does have a lot of resources when it comes to their legal team. Um, so I mean, and, and this is, and this has been ongoing for a number of years that we didn't even probably didn't even know about. Uh, cause uh, as I, I mentioned, I think last week on on this show, or maybe my show that, uh, they had another, another lawsuit that was going on with another infringement that, that, that other company just kind of just let go. And that was, that was about 10 years ago. So uh so i yeah, it's interesting to hear that that this is the case and and this, this stuff is going to be interesting to see where this goes i don't think apple's going to take it lightly that that this ban because the ban's supposed to go until i mean the uh the reprieve is supposed to go for until the 10th of january as we record here um so uh this going to be interesting for sure <clears throat>
3: mark yeah i um I call Horse Pucky on that number. I think that's just pure puffery and, you know, trying to amplify how aggrieved he is. Because if you think about it, $100 million, assume he's paying a $1,000 an hour for legal fees. That's 100,000 hours worth of lawyers. You know, I just think that's you know, horse manure. So uh, um, I haven't – well, I've been – We've all been, I think, exposed to this case on and off. Don't really know what exactly what the merits are. Uh, I do know that, you know, sort of pulse oximetry is an old technology. So unless they have something really unique in a patent about, you know, how it might be done, you know, um, I don't think that they have – really much of a case again it's just because pulse oximetry it's done with little leds that clip on your finger when you go into your doctor's office this is not <laughs> this is not state-of-the-art uh, you know uh you know sensor technology so um i don't know exactly what the case is about i can understand you know if i was in his position i'd probably be mad as hell too that apple came and raided and took all my employees but you know um i don't know if it's the link that you posted or somewhere else it, it seems that you know he had some ambitious people who felt like they hit this glass ceiling and they bailed and went to Apple and then subsequently moved on and founded their own other you know, wearable you know, device monitoring company. So I think there's a lot of backstory here that uh, none of us really know and
0: appreciate, but um, it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves. Yeah, I, I agree. And the, the one point I want to make, and then I'll send it on, is that, Every time he gets a mic or an article or something, it seems like he wants to posture himself to be the hero of the story. You know, not that the company is fighting Big Bad Apple. And, you know, that that they're the ones that, uh, I believe it's a quote that got caught with their hands in the cookie jar. I struggle with that. Um, Jeff?
4: All right. So, of course, he's posturing. Um, that's a necessary part of this whole dance. Um, so I'll set that aside for for the moment, at least. Uh, it letting this go as far as it has. There's probably some merit on some level to uh, to Mos- Mosumos' uh, allegations. And uh, and Mark, just <coughs> uh, for clarification for you, this isn't about. Pulse oximeter technology specifically, it's about the way Apple is implementing it, and they're implementing it in a way that Masimo has a patent on. So it's the implementation that's the problem here. Um, how, how much money they spent, who who really knows? Um, but they definitely have a right to defend their IP, and not not just a right, a requirement. Because if they're not, then they lose control over that IP. So they they need to be in this fight. I've read several articles on this, uh, you know, about the, the comments that the, the Massimo CEO has been saying. It raises a red flag for me, because it sounds like part of what they are doing is the principle of the thing. And uh, And James, since you work with attorneys, you can silently back me up on this one every attorney is going to tell you if you go to court over the principle of the thing you have blown it you never go to court over the principle of the thing and uh, and and it kind of feels like that's part of what's happening here and uh, and if so man apple they will gladly just keep throwing money at this until they grind that company into dust. Right or wrong. Uh,
3: it can yeah. spend, they'll gladly spend another hundred million dollars on it <laughs> because oh, yeah. of it.
4: And, uh, and then, and, yeah, without and, actually, remorse, and Apple actually, will dance on their grave.
3: Actually, if you've spent more than, you know, uh, millions of dollars with a single digit, I, I would be shocked. I think, I think it's just all, uh, you know, uh, Lying and posturing and uh, playing the aggrieved victim. Jim. And I, again, because I can understand he's pissed off. You know, he thought he had to deal with Apple, didn't quite work out. A beloved a respected employee betrayed him and left. And then and then he raided the other employees there and they all went to Apple. I He he has certainly a reason you know, to be upset and angry. Um, but it's not clear if, you know, he has a you know, patent case and. uh you know, that's what, uh, you know, that's what I guess the courts need to figure
0: out. Jim? Uh, you're muted, Jim.
1: Oh, there, there there, are several thoughts I have on what everybody's saying. But the, to me, the I think the most interesting thing that I didn't realize until I think even after our last show is that, that there's really a two-track thing going on here. Um, there's there's the, the, uh, patent case, you know, in the courts. And then there's this, uh, import ban case, um, through, I'm not sure what the department is, but Uh, it's sort of like ITC. Yeah. ITC. So, so it's like, Apple hasn't yet lost the patent case. I I guess that hasn't even come to trial. Um, So you know, it seems really odd to me. Why do we have, you know, why does the ITC separately, you know, have this authority to do an import ban when you know the patent case hasn't been litigated? Um, So to me, that's 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 the biggest you know odd odd thing about this. That you know, this this it hasn't been yet determined in court that Apple is infringing, and instead there's this other agency that has somehow decided that um and that that seems like uh not really good for for society that you know basically massimo's getting two bites at the apple as far as that goes you know as far as this guy being the hero of his his own story i i hope he is Uh, you know i hope i'm the hero in my story and chuck that you're the hero in your story uh you know if we're not going to do it who is um you know, I, I, I agree with Mark. I can't see how the math works out for 100 million and, you know, really bad on these journalists for not doing the multiplication that, that Mark just did and, and for publishing this number without, uh, you know, any credulity. Um, I, I also think as far as the technology goes, I, I assume what the difference is, uh, you know, all the pulse oximeters I've ever seen and they go on your finger and they shine an led you know they literally shine it the leds on one side the sensors on the other side and you know they're measuring the, the the light variation as the blood pulses through okay and you know those you can buy for 15 but you know on your wrist it's not you know it's using some sort of different technique because it's not um uh, you know, it's not transparent, they're not able to go through. So it's, you know, reflective or, or you know, somehow so so whatever whatever the IP is that works on your finger, that doesn't that doesn't work on your wrist. So a different technology is needed. I assume that's what they're saying is you stole that technology. But again, I can't imagine how could this technology possibly be worth a hundred million dollars? Either for Apple or for Massimo or you know there's just no way, you know, that that number of what your blood saturation is, um, can possibly be, be, be worth that much money. Um, again, as you say, you can, you know, $15, you can measure it. Um, it's not really, you know, you know, there's no cures based on it or anything, you know, it's just sort of a, you know, kind of, maybe a little more than nice to know. I, you know, I know like when my mom was in the hospital and, you know, they certainly kept a close eye on it, you know, because they could, but, you know, before they could do that, it didn't, you know, something like that changed medicine. So, you know, it seems like, you know, if if Apple had to not have this in the watch, you know, are they going to really sell one less watch because of it? I don't think so. Um, (laughs) Uh. A
5: hundred percent. Yes.
0: Brittany shouting at you, Jim.
5: Yeah. (laughs) I bought the six for the blood oxygenation.
1: And you didn't have a watch before?
5: I did, but I upgraded far before I needed to for that feature.
1: Okay. Why?
5: Because it was COVID and I have asthma.
1: But you could have bought a $15 Doohickey. Yeah,
5: but I'll lose it. I'll know where I know where the watch I'm already wearing buy, is. Buy
1: you know, buy ten of them for the price of a watch.
0: What you get all it's, everything else? That, it, it's that you tracking it you there, know, whether
5: I consciously put it on or not. There's a huge advantage to that. Yeah. Yeah. Health um, sensors are, are why I upgrade always.
0: Our new uh, resident legal um, advocate, James, um, has, has – <laughs> James James is refusing the title. I don't understand.
6: Oh, I mean, I haven't went through law school yet, but um, okay. I would – You have thoughts. Oh. Yeah, I have, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Thank you. So I I don't work in the engineering patents. I work with the science patents, but there's a lot of similarities with cre- creation of both and the laws around both in a lot of ways. So – and talking not to give my billable hour, but let's say I'm pretty expensive as an entry-level technician um, for my billable hour. Um, but even this number of $100 million, I I do agree. I think it's a it seems like a little bit of pump in circumstance. I I that that's a lot of lawyers uh with some pretty high high uh, billable rates to get up to that number. So, but I guess the big question, of course, and I, I haven't personally looked at the Apple patents, it's uh, but it all and all most patents, but it all depends on how the priority date of the patents, but also what they're claiming, what the claims are, like the, the boundaries you you have around your technology. Um, and the other big thing, of course, is the question I come to mind here is Apple being a huge company, it obviously has a lot of legal console, definitely a lot of IP console that uh, I know speaking for myself, uh, for a law firm, we help clients in terms of making sure they don't fringe. So we do a lot of look at other patents that may predate theirs and see, you know, would this we the answers important questions like would the writing a patent here be infringing on this other party? Um and of course, when you go have try of your patent to get approved by the USPTO, it goes through a lot of, as you guys probably know, it goes through a lot of uh Work in terms of having examiners try to make sure that this is patentable, this is novel, and this is inventive in light of what they call prior references or other patents and literature before the date priority date of that patent. So for me, it's at this stage. It seems like um, in terms of the legal battle, what I'm very curious about is what what claims they're uh, they're 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 really trying to say that Apple French on particularly and which patents they're going to cite from Apple and what Apple could cite for patents as well um, to try to, in their case, to see see if it really is a printer or not. And I'd be really surprised to see if Apple really had these things slip through, you know, without really writing these patents, you know, or devising these patents in such a way not to infringe, you know, that'd be very surprising, but it does, it's likely to happen. I'm not saying it never does, but um, it, it, this is, this is what I'd be really interested in seeing what type of, what, what type of claims are really trying to point to and say, this is exactly where Apple, Apple copied or try to claim this. And we've had this at this date. So
0: web, and I can't give you though.
7: <laughs>
0: web hundred million bucks. Um, any thoughts?
7: Uh, yeah, it, it, it is posturing. Um, I'm sure they've spent a lot of money. I'm not saying that they haven't. I'm sure it's probably seven figures. Um, Um, but, but, uh, what, what would that be? 10 figures? That seems nine figures. Uh, that seems pretty high. Um, but, uh, you can say I'm a little jaded what I'm about to say. Um, don't, don't confuse going to court with the truth. It's going to be who tells the best story, who has the best documentation, um, and who presents the best case to convince a jury. Um, and then, then you get into a whole thing about jury nullification and how that kind of sp- spins out of control that it doesn't matter what, what the, the, the jury instructions are. If the jury feels that Apple's a big company, they can just say, you know, forget it. Apple can afford it. So th- there's, it, it's not going to end at the circuit court level. It's going to go on to the appellate and, and probably even beyond that if necessary. Um, um, it, it's just, uh, I think
1: uh, well, that yeah go ahead at, to you know to what you're saying I mean that that was like my biggest point about all this was that the watches got removed from sale without any trial no jury no judge none of that and to me that's the the, the you know biggest story here
0: today's edition of mac voices is supported by coda your all-in-one collaborative workspace. Get started with Coda for free and get a $1,000 credit at coda.io slash macvoices. Last time I told you about using Coda for Mac Voices from my single operator perspective. Sometimes, though, there are other contributors, contractors, or individuals who get involved in the creation and development of the show. Coda makes it easy for me to take what I already have and share the documents, spreadsheets, and apps that I use easily with those individuals, all in one easy-to-understand, easy-to-use location. I can start with managing my planning cycles, then collaborate and communicate on documents and roadmaps. And as new projects come up, I can get ideas and inspiration from hundreds of templates right inside Coda without having to create them myself. If you want a platform that empowers your startup to strategize, plan, and track goals effectively, you can get started with Coda today for free and get a $1,000 credit at coda.io slash macvoices. That's a special, limited-time offer for startups, and that means you can begin planning right now at no cost. That's coda, C-O-D-A dot slash macvoices to get started for free and get a $1,000 credit. You can't beat that price. I love Coda, and I know you will too. Thanks to Coda for supporting
4: today's Mac Voices. I'd say that's a big story, except this is how the process works in the United States. So in that sense, it's not a story. This happens all the time. ITC has their own, and I'm using the term very loosely now, their own court. And you go and present your case to the ITC. And uh, and they're they're judges, and they offer ruling, and uh, and that yes, that's independent of what's happening in uh, in the other court case. However, it will have a bearing potentially on what happens in the other court case because an ITC ruling does have weight to it. So the ITC says based on what they've been presented yeah it looks like apple is uh, is willfully infringing on uh, on Masumo's patents and this is going to have a negative impact on azuma's business therefore apple should not be allowed to import and sell this product only in the united states and uh, and of course that is Independent of what's happening in the in the uh, other trial, which hasn't even happened yet.
1: Well, and I assume the other trial would only apply to the United States too. Massimo is going to have to sue Apple in every country that they want it stopped, right?
7: That they have a, a, a similar patent in, but yeah,
1: right. But I mean, there's no there's no global court that yeah. you know you can get one ruling and and you know, I mean. You know, it could be that if you can't sell it in the United States, Apple decides, you know, we give up. But mm. I assume they would have to prosecute it in the EU at least. And, you know, in Welcome China. Welcome to the joy and, of patent
4: and, law. And,
1: <laughs> right. And, 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 mm. and Jeff, I didn't necessarily mean, you know, a story as in, I mean, you know, there's lots of things that are not, you know, are not well known, but, um, you know they're not exactly you know if you look then you know they're knowable but most people don't know them and mm-hmm. in this case I didn't really know there was a two-track you know now that's why I was kind of puzzled like why does the president have anything to do with it you know I, I was like scratching my head you know the president can't overturn a court well because there was no court
4: there was no court um, yeah there was so no court. that's yep.
1: you know I so I was like kind of like scratching my head over a lot of this until I finally figured out that oh there's really a two-track thing, and this ITC thing is has nothing to do with the court, um, and you know that's where this thing comes that oh the president can override it because it's this whole separate thing that is completely outside of the court system.
4: Well, Jim, it doesn't help that a lot of the people that are writing and talking about this don't understand what they're writing and talking about. Uh, right. As an example, I saw a headline this morning that said uh white house supports mazumo against apple because because uh uh the white house did not veto the itc uh right. import ban that's not true the white house that's
1: not really so that's not really support
4: right but they presented it as if uh the white house decided to back mazumo in this case that didn't happen at all the white the white house did not look at the uh yeah, they uh, just the wash case.
3: their hands of it yeah this is a point again you know as uh jim and jeff were j and j were discussing you know yes it's it may be see odds there's a court system you know, the itc is an executive branch system uh, in the past there have been other cases where they will you know see to you know, ban a product under the theory by the the claimant that oh to can continue to allow that would so disadvantage me and pulverize me in the marketplace that you need to temporarily ban, you know, sale of their product. And so this is not the first time that, uh, the ITC has made uh, rulings like that. So Jim, maybe this is the first time your eyes are open to you know, what the ITC does. But anyway, having said that, uh, again, I think this is uh, grandstanding theatrics of, you know, try to shut down sales of the apple watch you know 10 days before uh, christmas you know so this is all just uh, legal grandstanding and um why the why the biden white house you know didn't uh, elect to intervene um we can only speculate
4: but uh, this is isn't
1: that timing what? just a coincidence
4: the timing just, was you know, totally the, coincidence. Yeah, just that,
1: the ITC calendar, I'll, and that's where. I'll, I'll,
3: uh, no, it you no, no fall. Oh, I'm I'm shocked. You know, I'm shocked you would think that there's gambling going on at that casino, Jim. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, again, it's all it's all grandstanding, and you know, I think I, I think Massimo, you know, either he has good mind or he has good uh, advisors, but yeah, uh, you know, they're they're trying to uh, milk it for all they're worth, and all I will say is, you know, you know. I can see through all their clickbait and other attention gramming headlines, and you know, let the let the patent, you know, let the patent, you know, trial, you know, figure it out. And I'm sure, you know, again, as as James said, you know, Apple has huge IP things. You know, I'm sure that you know they took you know took steps to do it, as as indicated by there's stories about them having you know software workarounds. So it sounds like they already on top of what you know they think maybe, you know, uh, weak areas in terms of, uh, uh, what they're doing. So, um, will it, will it work or not? I don't think so. I think that's ultimately what the, what the court ruling and state it was, you know, they said, okay, you know, have, uh, you know, Apple thinks they have workarounds, they have to stay it. And, you know, you know, a Massimo has, I, I think they gave you their ITC or Massimo, you know, two weeks or some other time period to come back to either agree or disagree that, uh, it remedies, uh, you know, their claims of patent infringement, you know, which I'm sure they're not going to agree with because, you know, you know, they see it, Apple's cash pile and they want their fair share of it, I'm sure. But anyway, back to Chuck and maybe the next story.
0: Well, the next story is that Britt has to go. Um, Britt, thanks so much for for being here. Really appreciate it. Um, but I know you have a hard out. So, uh, Hopefully we're off next week. We'll see you the following week, we hope.
5: Th- thanks for having me. We'll we'll see how it goes. Um okay.
0: And as usual, <laughs> where, wait, wait, as, as usual, where can mm-hmm. folks find you?
5: Um, you can find me uh on my website, which is conquer.consulting, or if you're looking for videos on the YouTubes or the TikToks, um ADD Liberator.
0: Great. Thanks so much, Britt. Take care. Thanks right. again. Bye. Good night. Before we leave this topic, there's one other thing that I want to – one other article I want to throw in. And it's a bit controversial because it is coming from the New York Post, which has some (laughs) – let's just say not everybody respects their reporting. But if you take a a look at this and then do a Google search on bits and pieces of it, you find an awful lot of mentions about um, President Biden's interaction with the Massimo president. And so take it for what you will, you know, but Jeff, you were bringing up the fact that the white house didn't intervene and one can't help, but wonder if this might've had anything to do with it.
7: What, what did deep throat say during uh um, Watergate <clears throat> follow the money?
0: Yeah. I, I listen, we've talked about that a million times here, Bob, yep. and you know, you, again, you can't, you can't help but wonder. And, and I know that, that morning, I remember distinctly seeing some of the morning news shows, you know, trying to talk to a, a, a White House representative, you know, that Biden was looking at this or they were looking at it and just nothing, nothing ever happened on it. So I submit that information. Do your research. Don't just take that article at face value because exactly. it's, in, it's inflammatory. There's no question it's inflammatory. But there are some things out there that maybe you just you might want to be aware of that might affect your thinking. Right.
3: As I used to say in the Watergate era, what did the president know and when did he when stop did he know?
0: knowing it? <laughs> <laughs> the controversy over the Apple Watch band continues to evolve. This will not be the last conversation we have about it. Until the next time, I'm Chuck Joyner. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page.